generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Exodus 14, the word says from verse 10, and when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were afraid. Aha. Le cocos. <laughs> because the Lord told me that one of the things we will deal with in this service is the spirit of fear. It told me very clear that the reason many people have not moved forward, advanced, experienced the new is fear. And there are different kinds of fears. We'll talk about this shortly. But it says that they lifted their eyes and they were afraid. In fact, the word does not say afraid. It says very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? In other words, we were being sarcastic like Moses. Come on. There are not enough graves. I mean, we're part of the labor force. We, we dug graves for a living. So we know that there are graves in Egypt. Why didn't you just bury me in shame? Why didn't you just allow me suffer in my former job? This one that you've brought me to a new business and the only client and customer I have is my shadow. If you want to disgrace me, disgrace me when I still have a label. Oh, come on, somebody. At least if I'm working with an organization, I have a title. CEO, even if I'm seeing EO. So I have a title like, you know, if you say CEO, people don't know how much you earn. You still wear the same suits and ties and shirts from two contracts ago. It, it sort of like covers your shame, right? Oh, come on, talk to me, guys. But now you're on your own. Everyone asking, so what are you really? Who's been there before? Who's there right now? Like, we don't get you. It looks like you're fine, but we're not sure. It's like packaging is what you're using to cover the holes. <laughs> Before I go on, please can we celebrate our Unilag people who are back from the long holidays. Good to see you all. Tutu, Priscilla, everybody. Come on, is that the best we can do? Didn't we miss them like three months or something like that? Let's celebrate them. If you're beside them, give them a handshake, a hug. Good to see you all. So he said, is it because there are no graves in Egypt? He said, why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, leave us alone? How many of you ever got to a place in your life you were not looking for prophecy, prophecy was looking for you? You came to Kings and during the message was like I was describing the story of your life. Like somebody must have spoken to PDMs about me. And then you went to your family prayer meeting or something. Some group believers were praying. I said, I see something about you. <laughs> Who's been there? And there's a stage in your life where you're haunting prophecies. You're trying to look for, give me a word, man of God. What's the Lord saying? What's the Lord saying? You know, sometimes I find it very funny. If I go to a place, I finish preaching like two hours my jacket or whatever is soaked man of God what's the Lord saying ah, I just spoke for two hours 
If I don't help you in two hours, I don't think I can help you in two minutes. What's the Lord saying? But there's a stage where you're not looking for the prophecy. The prophecies are looking for you. Ever got so bad, you read something, the morning devotion, evening devotion, you dreamt about it, and then when you checked Facebook or Instagram, there was a post about it. And you were saying to God, please can you just leave me be y'all. Look at somebody say there's a prophecy over your life. Israel, you think you're a slave, but you're not a slave. You think you're disadvantaged, but you're not disadvantaged. You think you're bound, but you are only held in for a season. And I just want to announce to somebody that that season of pseudo bondage, of restriction, limitation, ties, uncertainty, deferred promises, pending prophecies, that that season is over for somebody. It's the Moses we told you, leave us alone. You came and told us one cock and bull story about how there was a bush that was burned at some point. Bush was burned, was not consumed. Imagine you were the only person there. So how do we know you are not forming this in your mind? You know, one of the things about your prophecy and the promise of God about your life is that you were the only person that heard it the way you heard it. Even if there were 200, 500, 2,000 people in the service, when the man of God spoke or when you were worshiping and the Lord dropped the word in your spirit, there was nobody to hear it the way you heard it. You were the person who heard it. And so when you begin to tell even some of your closest allies, prayer partners, blessing bodies and all the other associates of the faith that you have around your neighbor, they can't even come, uh, agree with what you're saying, corroborate what you're saying. Because in their minds, like, mm, she's just, she started again. So leave us alone. Let me tell you what God told Jacob. Said, or rather, uh, Jacob said to uh, God, I will never let you go until, unless you bless me. Dave, Jacob was wrestling with God. And the word said that he wrestled all night. Do you know what God did? Or what the angel, the apparition, the figure did? He wounded him. Listen, the prophecy concerning your life is going to come to pass. But some of us, we're going to need a structural adjustment program to submit to the promise. Jacob, let God win you in this battle. Oh, somebody didn't hear that. Because some of us, we're so stubborn, we love debates. You know, we're actually the head of the debates team. In our schools, right? We say, ah, this guy, you make a good lawyer. You make a good lawyer. Then because your friends told you make a good life, you stay arguing cases with God. Quoting decree 101. Who has decreed a thing when the Lord does not ordain it? Let me tell you, with the mouth you're using to debate, God made that mouth. God knows your word counts in heaven before you uttered your first word. God knew when you were going to learn what word, what vocabulary was going to come, what slang, what slogan, what theme, what what. that can i announce to somebody you are not going to defeat god on this prophetic proclamation concerning your life this prophecy is going to block you out of egypt it's going to move you out of egypt it's going to take you out of the grip and the confines of the oppressive dictatorial obnoxious oh a proud rude pharaoh is going to snatch you out so can i tell you something 
this prophecy will come to pass. It will come to pass. Faith, your prophecy will come to pass. Some of you, you ran away. But the more you ran away, the more you ran into the prophecy. Running into prophecy. I said, but, but God, I'm just a photographer. There is no just A when God is involved. I'm just a rapper. Do you know that God can use it to wrap up some issues in people's lives? I'm just an engineer. God can mix and remix. I'm just an organist, pianist, keyboardist from the East. God can use your keys and your chords to lose people from their chords. God, you slap somebody a high five, say this prophecy will come to pass. Will come to pass. They said to Moses, we told you, leave us alone. At some point in your life, you get so used to what you were born into and you think that's the best you can have because that's all you've known. <laughs> Some people have gotten used to dating people who lie to them. I'm on my way, I'm on my way. I'm fast approaching. We are coming. Where were you? You were a VI. You were a VI. First, I'm coming, I'm coming. But then the taxi five person said, ah, and there's traffic right now to Korodu, oh, there's traffic. <laughs> happened once, happened twice, happened three times. Don't worry, he's still a good man. He just tells occasional lies. He might actually also lie on the occasion of your wedding. Slap somebody, high five, say the prophecy will come to pass. They had gotten used to their chains. Listen, please. When people get used to their chains, they begin to call them bracelets. So some people, you got an opportunity, an offer, a deal, a partnership, a project, and in your mind, you're like, yes! My first million naira. And you can see beyond that that there is actually one million dollars but because you're so used to one million naira and you're comparing yourself to people who are earning 300,000 naira, you think you're doing well. When you compare yourself to other people, you will always limit yourself. But when you see yourself in the light of your prophecy, you will liberate yourself. Because some people don't mind being in Egypt. But look at somebody saying, not me. Some of you didn't look, some of you didn't say, some of you looked, you didn't say, some of you said, you didn't look. Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. What is it talking about here? I can tell whether you're operating by the spirit of faith 
or under the spirit of fear by listening to what you are saying. Jesus put it this way. John chapter 6 verse 6 to 3. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So words are spirit. Jesus doesn't just say the words that I speak to you are spirit because that could give us a suggestion that that's all there is to words. But he said they are spirit and they are life. That means that the words that some other people may speak to you, that the devil will speak to you, they are also spirit and death. But Jesus specifies the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. How do I know? Proverbs says, death and life are where? In the power of the tongue and they that love them. They that love them, is that what it says? No, he says they that love it. Because death and life cannot come out at the same time. James put it this way, sweet water and bitter water cannot come out of the same source. So when it says, they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof, those that have, have a disciplined commitment to love something in that context and to love generally really, is to have a disciplined commitment to the well-being of another. A disciplined commitment. So when it says, they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof, he's saying those that have a disciplined, regulated, routine, cyclical commitment to either life or death are going to harvest the fruits of either one teaching now so Moses said to them do not be afraid how did he know they were afraid did he touch everybody's chest is that what happened no how did he detect it by their words so Paul says, the just shall live by faith. They, having the spirit of faith, believed and spoke. We also, having the same spirit of faith, believe and therefore we speak. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. It says, we walk by faith and not by sight. How were they walking? They were walking by sight. Because all their references were not about the promise that God gave their father Abraham. All their references were all about the places they had been to and what they could see in their future. Let me just encourage somebody to let you tell, to tell you this. That sometimes what your physical eyes are seeing are a lie. How do I know there are many case, cases but have you ever gone to the doctor before and they ran some tests and some diagnosis and all of that and they gave you the wrong prescription even though they did all the tests look through the microscope let me tell you the enemy will give you the wrong diagnosis so you can use the wrong medicine and so that you can become worse off than when you were before the problem is that's why the Bible says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of a school and what is the glory of the riches of inheritance and the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe which he walked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and lifted him far above principalities and powers and might and dominion and he has placed all things under his feet I come to announce to somebody that spirit of fear has no space in your heart in your mind I rebuke the spirit of fear I rebuke the spirit of fear I rebuke the spirit of 
fear. Paul said to Timothy, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. That means that whenever fear comes into your space, it's trying to intercept your love. It's trying to reduce your administration of power, and it's trying to corrupt your sound mind. But I will not lose the three assets God gave me. I know that God loves me. I respond to love. God's power is on the inside of me, and I release the power through my words. For where the word of a king is, there is power and I have a sound mind. I will walk in my prophecy. I will walk in the promise of God. I will start the business and not fail. I will launch the ministry and not be defeated. I will raise disciples and not get lost. Slap somebody a high five and tell the person no room for fear here. No room for fear. Let me just talk a little bit about fear. Fear will attract into your space what God did not design for you. Fear is an invitation card. Fear is an invitation. Faith is an invitation. Jesus put it this way, Maha. He said, I have not found such great faith in Israel. In other words, I'm attracted to faith. I'm attracted to this kind of faith. I'm attracted. Nice her. Nice her. I'm attracted to faith. That's what Jesus said. In other words, when I find faith, I unlock my power. So faith is a precursor of the miraculous. <laughs> and why does God speak to you about something before he does it? He's not speaking it to you so that he can do it. He's speaking it to you because his words carry faith. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the promise is a container of faith. So when the promise lands in your heart, it does not just land as a promise. It lands with a faith dose. A faith deposit. So a lot of people feel that if God gives me a promise, then I need to ask him for faith to do it. No. Meditating on the promise is what releases the faith. When the doctor gives you a pill or a prescription and you swallow it, you're now not, you see, you're now not going to wait for another injection for the contents of the pill to work. What does your system do? Your system will rupture the outer container of the pill and release the active agents and then your blood will circulate. So in meditation, you are digesting and circulating the active agents in the promise of God. And it's not the time you swallow the pill that your temperature reduces. I wish I could preach to somebody right in here. It's not the day you take the pill. And some of you swallow the first pill of, of promise. Say, God, I'm not feeling better. Well, let me be your doctor. Keep on swallowing the pill. Keep on swallowing the pill. Keep on swallowing the pill. Keep on taking in the word of God. Keep on meditating on the word of God. God gave the promise to Abraham. Abraham cascaded it to Isaac. Isaac passed it on to Jacob. Jacob became a nation. And don't forget the one it was, Malachiah. They passed it on to Joseph to the degree that Joseph actually told them, do not leave my bones. 
Egypt. In other words, they passed it on to a degree that all their generations believed it. Perhaps you're not really ready for the promise yet until you've passed it on from your spirit to your soul, to your mind. That means you can color it. I'll teach you all of that in second service. I'm going to give you seven, six or seven points on your checklist in going forward. You've got to pass it on. The message comes to your spirit. That's why you stand up when I'm preaching or you wave. Some of you don't wave. You're quite conservative. You just say, mmm, where you are. Some of you don't say, mmm. It's a message. We've missed you, Pastor Siwa. Can we celebrate, Pastor Siwa? We've missed him. But it's your spirit that's receiving it. Your mind must now receive it. Their mind struggled to receive it. And when your mind struggles to process it, your body will not be yielded to following it. So they said to Moses, why did you not leave us to die? And this was what Moses says. He said, do not be afraid. Look at somebody say, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Some of you didn't tell somebody you want to be God's mouthpiece. You want to be their brother and their sister to encourage them. Somebody's afraid of what? Somebody's afraid of failure. Afraid of failure. God, what if I fail? This thing you're telling me to do. What if I fail? Can I just talk to somebody here? The reason you're doing too much all at once is because you are afraid that many of them might not work. So let me do many. Mini, mini, mani, mo, father had the donkey, donkey had the monkey, monkey had no key, 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 key. Are you riding? Are you riding? How did we end up there? Some people didn't end up there, they are still floating in transit. Don't miss your flight, don't miss your flight. Get it. That's it. Now, body. Somebody didn't even get this. <laughs> Afraid. <laughs> Afraid of failure. So we try to do so many things. <laughs> Crab and spider. things to fill up the possibility of failure some of us we say things like I don't want to get involved I don't really it's not my thing but it's fear it's regulating your decisions and indecisions your fear is not only seen in your decisions it's also betrayed by your indecisions undue hesitation overt argument Debate upon debate. You are at the bus stop. I'm here to propose the motion to me that uh, starting this meal is better than staying at work. I'm here to counter propose. I must not start this business. Ah, my father started a business, it did not work. He has become my business now. But remember that the Bible says that you shall not have the spirit of fear. It's not like I'm having it, it's just hanging around my heart. So you're all talking to yourself right now. Who knows what I'm talking about? I mean, it's not that dramatic. 
right? But in your mind, the exchange and they said to Moses, they externalized that, why did you not just cuckoo? Have you obeyed God before? And the first part of the trip was so bumpy and rocky and shaky, spilling all the things you thought you had. And you said, God, cuckoo key me. What is this? They said, I should finish with first class and two on. I finished with first class. But I can't even find my class in society. People can understand the conundrum. Moses says, do not be afraid. Some people are not afraid of failure. They are afraid of success. If I succeed too much, people will know me. So I just want to be a humble man. I don't, I don't want anybody to. I don't want to be... <laughs> Just, just keep it chilled. I'm the chilled guy. Who told you you're the chilled guy? Some of us, we think that we know our taste. But the reason we keep tasting the same thing and we call it our taste is we've not allowed ourselves to explore. Say, so me, I'm a technical guy. Just give me wires and cables and all of that but you've never tried any social engagement or interaction or community projects and stuff like that and you've stayed in that corner slap somebody a high five says do not be afraid say like a preacher do not be afraid hold the person by your right hand squeeze gently don't tap currents tell the person do not be afraid Somebody said, what's current? There's no lights in the people's house now, so they want <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some married people are not just holding hands now. Next thing is hug. Correct! That's it. Please, don't just tap current. Carry the wire, the cable, the pillar. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Moses was the one who said, do not be afraid. And can we just thank God for the Moseses in our lives? That when there is the inner conversation of defeat and uncertainty, God always sends a Moses through a text message, an email, a message at King's somewhere in your house fellowship or your family meeting or something like that. And the Lord sends that word that dispels the darkness. If fear is a spirit, then faith is also a spirit. If fear is delivered by words, then faith is also imputed by words. That means that in the season, don't give attention to anything that does not corroborate or correspond with the prophecy and the promise that God gave you stop hanging around people who are saying we are all struggling who are you the Bible says when there is a casting down I'm going to fight there is a lifting up I'm not amongst the lot of people going down I'm going up I'm going higher I'm doing better I'm growing stronger I'm growing wiser the economy of Nigeria does not regulate my personal economy I drink from heaven I am the blessed of the Lord I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus all things are working together for my good look at somebody and tell that person I am not amongst the struggling ones slap somebody a high five tell him I'm not struggling I'm a man on a mission I'm walking in prophecy. 
I'm about to close in first service, but I'll teach in second service and give you a checklist. But the Bible says it cried, it said to them, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you when? Today. Chief is good to see you. He says, Stand still and you will see the salvation of who? The Lord. This is the Lord's project. That's right. This is not about your point. If you want to prove a point, maybe you shouldn't be this confident. But if you know that this was what God told you, now I'll tell you how to ascertain that in the second service for those who are going to remain behind. Not remain behind, who are going to be a part of it. <laughs> See? I'm not really You're saying, go forward. Now say, I'll remain behind. He said, the Lord will accomplish for you today. There is somebody, this is what you need to hear. All those arguments, all those struggles, all those thoughts, all those debates, all those expectations, all those timelines, all those projections, the Lord will accomplish them for you. Some of you have thought so much to the point where you can't even think again. And that's why you should lose yourself into the realm and the zone of prayer. He says, for the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. You've got to understand that this Israelites in Egypt, they had a point thinking logically and in the flesh. What was the point? The point was this, that they were in Egypt, which was the greatest empire in the then known world. And from historical records, the biggest place, good to see you, Clinton. Now, they were living an empire for a desert. They were living an established system for a dry land. They said, at least where we're coming from. At all, at all, I bad pass. At least there's food. Nobody sells food in the desert. There's no shop right in the desert. In fact, there's no shop left. You missed that. No shop left. In the desert. In fact, there's no dessert in the desert. Nothing in the desert. If you were looking into the desert from a great distance, my brother, what's your name, sir? Yes, sir. Kingsley, if you looked in the desert, have you been to a desert before? Any desert? <laughs> yeah, if you've been to UAE, Arabia, Egypt, uh, Morocco, which other place? Yeah. Or even the north, like Cornoth. Now, in a desert, when you look in the desert, you see something that looks like water, but it's a mirage. And they knew that that particular border of exit, in fact, Egypt, you know how Egypt is. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> Dry places. You passed through Egypt now. I did a transit flight through Egypt recently. Right? Dry places. Now, what does that mean, Kingsley? Kingsley means that when you look in, in the desert and something looks like potential, like this thing is going to work, you're going to blow. It's a lie, it's a mirage. But I thank God 
that the God of the universe who created even the desert, he knows where the water in the desert is. He knows where the rocks in the desert are. He knows what you need to do to get the water out. This desert that you're faced with is God's opportunity to prove his sufficiency to you, his faithfulness to you. That means that you're moving from a place of being sustained by natural mechanisms and systems and protocols to a place where you understand this is the Lord's doing because you know that this new face of your life, if God doesn't help you, you're going to fail. If God doesn't help you, you'll be ashamed. If God doesn't help you, you'll be disgraced. But I announce to you that lifted up their eyes to him and they were not ashamed that is your story you will walk through this desert and in this desert rocks will cough on water for you in this desert rain will fall quail will come manna will come let me preach a little bit as you stand manna means what is this in other words uh, oh my god my god jason they looked at that bread that came from heaven it was too much of a wafer to be bread too much of bread to be wafer too much of ice cream to be bread too much of ice cream to be wafer they were like we don't know what to call it so they called it manna what is this that you are getting your biggest breakthrough when you don't have a job title what is this that you're walking in the supernatural when you're just a new believer what is this that you're a bunch of 200 teenagers and 20 something and the Lord is blessing your ministry with all kinds of spiritual material and mental resources what is this because when man is involved you can explain it when man is involved you can decode it when man is involved you can analyze it when man is involved you can copy it but they know born you well you can't copy what God has done when it's God who does it God takes the glory God takes the power God takes the dominion that's why when they parted the Red Sea and Israel went through and Egypt wanted to come through the waters closed in on them Efrebo, Efrebo, you go wound when God when God does it you can't copy it you can't duplicate it you can't manipulate it you can't skim it you can't scam it look for seven people tell them you will get a mana miracle a mana miracle what is this what is this that doors are open up their own accord what is this ah yeah look at somebody say go forward Look at somebody say, go forward. I'm getting ready to close now. But let me preach a little bit. Joshua, they were at the verge of the wilderness. And on the verge of the Red Sea. Behind them was a dry land. In front of them was the Red Sea. Behind them. There was nothing to go back to, even though they wanted to go back. But do you know what God did, Joshua? I love God. God has a way of closing the doors you don't need anymore. Because whilst they were thinking to themselves, let me go back to Egypt, God rallied the armies of Pharaoh. So the armies started running after them. Some of you, let me tell you by prophetic word, if you stay longer than God told you to 
will stay. They will be troubled in form six. God will raise accusation, allegation to push you out. Because if the baby is in the womb for too long, it kills the mother, it kills itself, it kills the husband. So God's going to provoke some things, agitate some things, and move some people. God's going to arrange, reconstruct, reorganize, jeopardize. Because your prophecy is too valuable than your comfort. Look at somebody. Say, my prophecy is more important than my comfort. I feel a preaching anointing on me. Slap somebody high five. Tell him your prophecy is more important. Your prophecy is more valuable. God will make you lose your sleep so you don't lose your life. God will make you lose your relationship so you don't lose your ministry. God will make you lose your money so you don't lose your mandate. God will make you lose your friends so you don't lose your favor. God will make you lose your experience so you don't lose your encounter. God will make you lose your CV so you can see his V victory. God will make you lose some things so you can move to the next level. High five somebody. Tell them go forward. I can't go back anymore. I can't go back to drugs. I can't go back to sleeping around. I can't go back to manipulation. I can't go back to low self-esteem. I can't go back to shame. I can't go back to reproach. I can't go back. No, 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 no. I can't go back. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. I'm advancing. I'm progressing. I'm moving. I'm growing. I'm gravitating. I'm launching. I'm firing. High five somebody. Tell them go forward. Go forward in glory. Go forward in grace. Go forward in the anointing. Go forward. Go forward. You gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. couldn't go back you might get to a point where you feel let me go back and beg they will hold my care for you I just wanted to prophesy this morning you're not going back think you're not going down she came you're not going around we're going forward going forward I had a long teaching prepared for the service but I've learned never to box God go forward look at somebody say go forward some of you didn't say with boldness with confidence like a preacher tell the person go forward say go 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 as you go forward you will see what you've never seen before if we had time would have sung grace 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 red seas are pardon I'm walking but we don't have the time they saw red seas so good to see you
my daughter from London is with us this morning my big daughter that is bigger than me it's amazing seeing you Yvonne come on can you celebrate it's incredible listen they saw God's hand in a way they had never seen before when you obey an uncommon instruction you will experience uncommon miracles obedience is the access code to the supernatural I've seen the Lord bless me more through uncommon mechanisms and scenarios than my best thought strategies and plans one instruction can save you years of experimentation because your experimentation is designed to elicit certain streams of information which God already knows so when God speaks to you Maso Kalaba somebody can you raise your hands and say Lord I'm going forward going forward we're not staying stuck we're not staying down I am the Boza Baladosius oh we're going forward not staying down we're going forward holding back we're going forward come on somebody drive this in two minutes spiritually you haven't made a commitment to follow Jesus a conscious intentional heartfelt decision to follow Jesus this is a good day this is a good day 
to make this decision you want to say I want to follow Jesus I don't just want to come to church to join a body of believers fellowship I want to know Jesus personally I want to walk with him I want to love him as he loves me I want to relate with him I want to have a personal intimate relationship with him I don't want it to be a theoretical concept that I bandy around or I, I hog with my mind I want to walk if you're that person wherever you are I'm not gonna ask you to come I'm just gonna say place your hand on your chest as a sign that you're ready for a new beginning wherever you are just place your hand on your chest father we ask for freshness for everyone who's making a decision this morning freshness 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 we give you praise now I prophesy over every life you go forward in the month of March you go forward spiritually you advance mentally you advance emotionally you advance in your career in your chosen field of engagement in the marketplace you advance in the name of Jesus Red Sea's parts in front of you mountains leap before you whatever represents Pharaoh's army the things that harass you oppress you intimidate you seek to ensnare you and hold you in a pattern you will see them drown in the sea of forgetfulness those issues those weights those burdens those curses those schemes those strategies of hell they sink behind you in the name of Jesus victory is yours you come into the land of promise you rise and you shine your light has come and God's glory is risen upon you in Jesus name we pray somebody give God praise this morning hallelujah she is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this kindly share this how